welcome to another episode of And When I Say, I Mean. This is your co-host, Adrian. And your other co-host, Austin. And today we are going to be talking about the newest installment of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Thor Ragnarok. We're going to be looking at, is it the best Marvel movie out there, as many people are saying? Um, And... Is a good Marvel movie the same thing as a good movie in general? Um, so let's just jump right into it. Austin, what did you think? Are, are we going to give spoilers for this, or are we going to try to avoid spoilers? I No. I think we go for it. Just jump um, in it and just spoiler it. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I don't think it's... To further, to further advance, my plot doesn't matter. Uh, that's fair. Just viewpoint. I say... Spoiler warnings are nonsense. Especially for, like, a Marvel movie, right? I feel like, A, there's not a whole lot to spoil. You already know what's going to happen. Exactly. And even if it is spoiled, people are still going to go and see it. So it's going to be Yeah, like I I saw it with this guy. He said he fell asleep during the fight scene at the end. I I said, somebody I went to see it with. doesn't matter. Somebody I went to see it with also fell asleep in in the final fight scene. I said it doesn't really matter. When you get to the final fight scene, you know what's going to happen. And Thor's not going to lose at that right. point. Right. Um, like it was fun. We were shooting lightning. We were listening to Led Zeppelin. Yep, I think so. Um, I was a fan of that. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah, my. General impressions, it was funny. I thought it was working too hard to be funny sometimes. Mm-hmm. In, in, in inappropriate times. Um, like, I really liked uh, Tycho, the director, his character, uh, that rock the guy. The director. Yeah. I liked his character, with that big rock mm-hmm. guy. Crag or something. Right, right. Uh, when he was talking about trying to start a revolution, but not handing out enough pamphlets, <laughs> so it was just his mom and his and her boyfriend. That like, that was my that was my favorite part of the whole movie. Yep. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that, I that was my favorite scene, which is weird, right. but it was because um, he was hilarious. Right. Very um, much so. But then he was inappropriately hilarious when Asgard was completely destroyed. Um, Like, I don't know. I don't think jokes are the best thing. I don't think jokes should happen all the time. And I don't think jokes should um, trivialize important Mm -hmm. things. So I guess that, that brings me to the question... What is important in the Marvel Universe? Right. But before I go there, I'm going to talk about the director. Well, can I talk I about my his... thoughts about the movie? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I feel like I had kind of the same thoughts. Like, as I was watching the movie, I was I just kept asking myself, like, am I supposed to be laughing right now? Like, it just doesn't feel like I should be laughing right now. This this movie is called Thor Ragnarok, which if you don't know mm-hmm. what Ragnarok is, it's it's literally like the prophetic destruction of the world, essentially. Um, And so, like, 
I'm going into this movie thinking and knowing that it's going to be like about the destruction of the world, and all of a sudden I'm like, did I accidentally like walk into Guardians of the Galaxy? Or like, why is everything funny? Why is everything mm-hmm. bright mm-hmm. and colorful? Like, what is happening? I'm so conflicted. Um, and and I talk to people, and they're like, yeah, it was hilarious. It's the best Marvel movie I've ever seen. And I'm like, a, I don't think that's true. And b, I think the funniness made it worse like you get to the end of the movie and i i i would bet that if you would poll people coming out of that movie and if you would ask them was that a happy ending like 80 percent would say yes but the movie ends with the destruction of asgard like how is that a happy ending but they trick you into thinking it's a happy ending by making it funny and giving you jokes to laugh about and and all these other things and i'm like what is going on and they they did uh, they didn't even really defeat the villain. No, they didn't defeat the villain. And who knows if she's even really dead. <laughs> well, yeah, she's coming back for Infinity, right. Infinity War. Um, so, yeah, I uh, I watched a, a TED Talk that the director did in, like seven years ago. Um, and then I watched his another one of his films um, this past weekend called what we do in the shadows. So, and that was really funny because it's his, it's like his twilight story, but it's just, it's vampires living together in a flat and they pay bills and they have like a new guy move into their flat. They try to set up internet. That's amazing. But they're all like hundreds of years old because they're vampires right. and they don't age. Uh, he's also a character in it. Uh, they have some run-ins with vampires, but it's just like, them heckling each other drunk in the streets instead of like, you know, big showdowns. Like, cause it came out like during Twilight. Right. Um, so I thought that was great because it stood alone and it was very much just showing the, the ludicrousness of the genre, but then still trying to have like, like put real people into ludicrous. Places. Right, um, which kind of that's like his style. Mm-hmm. Um, he he likes people who don't fit in in wacky places, which kind of works if with the work. Right, um, it definitely works with Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. Um, but it works with Thor too. Yeah, um, but it's like it's like weirdly a parody of itself Mm -hmm. which just makes it weird right because like it is a thor film but it's making fun of all the other thor Mm -hmm. films like there's even a like a play in the movie that's like mocking the end of thor 2 with matt damon in it for some reason and and luke hemsworth Um, chris hemsworth chris hemsworth chris hemsworth's older brother so like what we do in the shadows works well because it's making fun of something else. I don't know how you make fun of yourself in a franchise. <laughs> but everybody loves it. Yeah. But, but yeah, how do, you, how do you move forward then? Right. Which kind of, yeah. So, it kind of gets the, the Marvel 
thing. Like, is a good Marvel movie different than a good movie? And I, I think it is, because in terms of Marvel Extended Universe, at, in, in Ultron, they were very much setting up this movie to be a establish more Infinity Stones mm-hmm. movie. Um, and that didn't happen unless the Eternal Flame is an Infinity Stone, um, as some people believe. Uh, but Thor mentions them once, I think, talking to a skeleton in a prison in the, the cold opening. Mm-hmm. And then they're never, they're never brought up again. Uh, and, at, like, basically every other Thor film is just, like, no. Uh, we're not gonna go there. All of the human characters in Thor, gone. Right. Uh, Jane Foster is mentioned once. The Warriors 3 are just, they're gone right. in seconds. Uh, yeah, it was like a it's like a reset on the Thor franchise. Oh, for sure. But you, yeah, you can't, you can't do that all the time. Right, and, and it seems like it was just kind of like a stepping stone to get like... Thor and Hulk to Infinity War somehow like like it didn't really seem like this movie really did anything um, to yeah. progress the story of um, like the larger Marvel universe which at this point like that's what they should be doing right like like you look at I don't know yeah so uh, is that what they should be that's been their thing since I think so. the beginning I think like at this point like they should all be moving towards those Avengers movies in in my opinion. Um I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of Captain America 3, but like it still like actually had weight in the universe, right? And and I guess like mm-hmm. this kind of did Thor did in that it kind of showed you more of the universe. Um but not really. Um but it just doesn't seem like what happened in it had any impact on the larger Marvel universe at all, except for the fact that now Thor can't just sit in Asgard the whole time and he has to actually mm-hmm. like come to earth and yeah, do something. I mean, yeah, Odin's out of the picture, but he never did anything in larger Marvel first. Right. Anyway, Loki's maybe a good guy. So you can keep him around more. By the way, because um, people love Loki. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, after this movie, my continued thoughts on Loki are still up in the air. I've decided that he's now like the Magneto of the reboot generation of X Men, where he's like, "Oh, he's a bad guy the whole time," but oh wait, in the end, he'll mm. come back and save the day, even though like we're not really sure, right? Like, yeah, no, like yeah. we know that's going to happen with Magneto and Loki's fulfilling that same role now. Yeah, but I, the, the trend seems to be getting more episodic mm-hmm. out of Marvel movies. And I think that's because everyone loves Guardians. Mm-hmm. Um, and like since, since Guardians, there hasn't, since Guardians, there hasn't been very many like universe movies if you know what i mean Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Um, and this movie felt. I think I, this movie felt very much like Guardians, in in yeah. a lot of ways. Like we had Guardians, and then Cap Three, which is definitely like a let's push forward this cinematic universe film. Ant Man was somewhere in there, and that oh, Ant Man was before. before Cap Three, um, and that was not really that was everything's much more contained. Right. They like they talk about how they're not going to call the Avengers. Um, he fights Falcon, but Falcon barely counts. Right. Um, Spider Man. Spider-Man also felt very low stakes, no universe well, but, progress. But, like, even even lower stakes, right? Because, like, now this is getting into a different movie, but, like, even lower stakes, because I was like, it doesn't really matter what Spider-Man does. Iron Man's just going to show up and fix all the problems. Like, yeah. If anything's really bad, Iron right. Man. Right. <laughs> there's Iron there's Man absolutely also. no stakes. Anyway. Um, though I like that movie, too. Right. Um... But I, I like all of these movies, honestly. Right, right, right. So, anyways, we're we're kind of getting away from our our second question is is what makes a essentially it's a two part question. What makes a Marvel movie good, and how does that differ from a good movie? Yeah, yeah. Because I think I think eh, okay, so. Thor, Thor is a pretty good movie. Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, like, if you're looking for a good, fun, buddy comedy, it's a good buddy comedy. Um, but I think it, it fails as a Marvel movie because it doesn't want to be a Marvel movie. Right. And especially at this stage of the game, right? Like you look at you look at Ant yeah. Man or Spider Man, and it's like they're the first they're first installments of a series. Like I feel like it's okay. Yeah, that they're they, fine with being origin movies, right? They can have their own thing. But this is the third this is the third Thor movie, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, there should be a larger impact, and and maybe there will be, right? Maybe we don't know what's going to happen in Infinity War, really. And maybe there are ramifications from what's happening in this movie that's going to show up in, in Infinity War. But, like, there's there was no... There's no anything that's talking about the Infinity Stones, about what's going on, about this whole... Everything that we saw in Iron, or Captain America 3, right? Like, there's none of that tension. Mm-hmm. Like, we have no idea what's going on. We just figured out what happened to the Hulk after Ultron. Yeah, which I wasn't really concerned no. about. Um, and uh, what I think Guardians is, Guardians is very similar to Thor Ragnarok. Um, but I think it, I think it succeeds more as a Marvel movie because it gets more Infinity Stones mm-hmm. in the game. It you get Thanos trying right. to mastermind things. Right. Um, you get more. Yeah, you have more of the. MCU universe in Guardians, mm-hmm. it, but not in in a way that's not detrimental, uh, which I think is what Thor was worried about. Right. Which kind of I <laughs> like could Thor see why was mediocre, right, right? Because it was just trying to introduce an Infinity Stone. Exactly. Um, but I, I think yeah, I, Guardians I think shows that you can have a good film whose purpose is to introduce an infinity stone. Right. 
So, so I guess w- what makes a good movie? Because I'm thinking of like I'm thinking of like Captain America two, which is which mm. is one of my favorite Marvel movies, if not my very favorite Marvel movie. It's the best. I don't know. Iron Man one's pretty good too, but um, Iron Man one has the highest Metacritic score. I looked this up. Really. Okay, good. Um, but like Captain America two is separate from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, so why? Not really. I mean, you still have a shield in it. Right, I guess so, but you're not doing anything with Infinity Stones, and I guess at that time Infinity Stones weren't necessarily as big of a thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess then, why is that movie we would both say is a good, well, would we say that's a good movie or a good Marvel movie? Um, It's a good Marvel movie to me. It, it, like, it's a pretty good movie. So what makes it a good Marvel movie compared to Thor Ragnarok, which I would say is not a good Marvel movie. I I think it knows what came before it and then does inventive things with what came before it and then that has like impact on what happens next. Mm-hmm. Um, like you bring in the Winter Soldier back. Um, you um, you do every like all kinds of stuff with shield, um, like you you take what's there, and then you do stuff mm-hmm. with it. Thor Ragnarok took what's there, ignored everything, and did something else. Right. But which uh, yeah, that's I mean that's kind of what you get into with the Marvel universe now. Mm-hmm. Like getting into something that's already there and having to deal with the decisions that have come before. I thought anyway. Right, that, right, right. That's how I that's how I think things should be. Right. So it should be more serialized in a sense, as opposed to episodic, if you will. Yeah, the tie into our last one. Yeah. Um which makes sense. Um especially at this point of the game, right? At this point of the game, like you're how many moves? 17 movies in or something ridiculous like that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it's, it's kind of too, you're past, you're past the episodic in a, in a sense, especially again, like it's okay for like Spider-Man, Ant-Man, Black Panther even, but like for Thor, like, I don't know. I think, has I think Black Panther has more, will have more Marvel stuff in it. Cause Captain America is there. That's true. That's true. I assume. Right. Um, and, and like, even though like Thor was with the Hulk the whole time and Loki to an extent, right? Like still it was so contained. Um, and the Hulk is not a character to move forward a lot of plot. Right. Right. Or yeah. Though he was more of a character in this, uh, more of a character in this one than he has been. Right. But, and, like, he was making jokes. I was like, what is this? Bruce Banner yeah. doesn't make jokes. But, anyway. Oh, I was talking about the Hulk specifically. Oh, yeah, well, the Hulk specifically. That was, yeah, anyways. That didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. He he seemed too cognizant mm-hmm. at some points. But, anyways. Um, but, I, I, like, I do think there are things about the MCU that makes Captain America 
Captain America, Cap 2, worse than good movies. How's that? Because you, you, because you're restricted by the universe. Mm -hmm. Um, like you can't do anything you want. And that makes things predictable. Right. Like Cap 2 basically wants to be born. Mm -hmm. Well, in some ways. Um, like, I think Born is the best version of Cap 2, <laughs> in some ways. Yeah, I can see it. But, like, I there's there's not any risk, really, for anyone in the MCU. 100%. Because it's the MCU. Right, right. And, and that's where I get frustrated with Marvel movies um, in general, compared to just every other movie is that is like there is no risk right like you can produce a movie that is like thor ragnarok where in my opinion it is funny sure but like it, it doesn't really make sense even as a movie i don't think and it doesn't really make sense within its own series of movies and yet people are still going it's like the biggest selling marvel movie yeah. right now like like yeah. what like that so anyways so that's my my main issue with the marvel movies is right it doesn't matter what they're producing people are going to go see it and so it it doesn't it doesn't incentivize people to make good movies it incentivizes people to make more marvel movies or make more even like star wars at this point like make more movies mm-hmm. that are classic or or that have this big hype around them just to make more and money and even like the DC extended universe right. still makes a lot of money, mm-hmm. even though they're all, I don't want to say they're all bad, but consensus is most of them are bad. Yeah. Though, I, like I will say, Marvel does keep making like decent movies. Yeah. I mean... Again, it's they're a, just not very. They're not risky movies. Right, right, right. Um, oh yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like Call of Duty. Right. You just keep making it, and, and people are gonna buy Come it. Come out with a new one every year. Right. Yeah. Um. People keep buying more of it. Right. I don't know how. Like, where do new Call of Duty fans come from? They're probably just the same. I, no, they sell more each. Like more copies each edition. Anyway, we're not talking about Call of Duty. I don't know. Talking about Marvel. I mean, it's kind of the same thing, though, in in some extent. I mean, if you want to mm-hmm. even go more extreme, you can look at Pokemon, right? Like, the game is literally the same yeah. every single time, and yet people mm-hmm. still buy it in the millions. Right, right. Yeah, so it re- yeah, really kind of de-incentivizes risk, but I think... I think Thor Ragnarok was a risk. Oh, I think I think it was too because yes and no, right? Because yes in the sense that it it wasn't anything like any of the other Thor movies. It kind of goes away from the Thor character, right? Like it, it kind yeah, of that, yeah. He he has this he, he actually has a fairly large character development, I think in this movie. Um Mhm. Which is which was kind of actually surprising to me, um, and actually probably the best part of the movie in my opinion. Um, 
I forget what I where I was going with that. Um, what was I saying? Is it a risk? Oh yeah, so it's a risk in that sense where it's going against everything that kind of Thor was, but it's not really a risk because they just basically made the Thor version of Guardians of the Galaxy, which yeah, they knew, which true. they knew that everybody was gonna love, right? So that right. that's kind of that trailer is very Guardians, right? All the trailers seem to be very Guardians, like driven by like a strong, like very iconic music. Like mm-hmm. Black Panther's like that too. Yeah, I really like the Black Panther trailer. It looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So that, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to stop watching Marvel movies. No. Uh, because they're usually good, and for somehow Marvel is like the dominant cultural moment right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, like broad cultural impact Marvel's tops right now. Star Wars could compete, but Marvel puts out Marvel right movies. Uh, so, yeah, it's like when I tell people who haven't read Harry Potter if they should read Harry Potter and they're like in their 20s, I say... Maybe not for the merit of Harry Potter, right. but just because it's important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if I like that Marvel is important, but it is. Right. Uh, so, is yeah, is it better for them to be more universe-oriented? I think that's that was kind of their goal. Right. And I think... I think- What's great about you get better movies that way. Right, what's great about the Marvel universe, I think, is that it's kind of doing something that nobody else has really done before, where mm-hmm. you're it's it's not even it's not even like Star Wars, right? It, it it would be like if Star Wars like you got like bits and pieces of like all these little stories, and then you came and formed this huge saga, right? It's it's not like that. It's completely different. You take all of these things which are iconic within themselves. And then you throw mm-hmm. together this movie, The Avengers, with all these top name actors, and it's just like, what is going on? Like, this is insane. Um, and so, like, it's super cool, I think. Like, in, in a just a world building and and universe like creating a storytelling idea, it's it's a it's mm-hmm. a cool thing. It's like if you started with the solo Han Solo movie, yep. which they're just calling Solo, right? Uh, and and like a solo Obi Wan movie. Mm-hmm. And then you had a new hope, right? Um, and and so like in that sense, it's it's great. And why I think I want them to do keep pushing more of that um, final culmination, right? Bringing everything everything together, trying to fight these Infinity Stones. Give us some like the other thing that I probably I don't know. I might be the only one, but like. The thing about superhero movies in general is that there's no risk involved, right? I have Mm -hmm. no doubt that the good guy is going to win. Um, With Infinity Stone, I think that changes a little bit. Um, Yeah. I'm hoping, though, like, Captain America is my favorite Avenger and, like, favorite Marvel character in general. I want him to die at the end of Infinity Mm -hmm. War um, in part one. Uh, just just for for something to be different, something right. like 
that would be a, a, a big change for it. Um, and then you can get, like, some things can actually end, which is, I don't read comics, but comics are bad at ending mm-hmm. things. And you know what also is bad at ending things? Things that make a boat ton of mo- money. Things that make money. Looking at you, Fast and Furious. <laughs> Um, but seriously though, like that's that's the part I think that's what's gonna end up making Infinity War possibly not good, is that they won't be able they won't if they don't try to end it they won't be it. willing to end it, um, just because they want to keep making money, which is sad because I think like you have such a great story and literally like a build up of this from seventeen movies over how many years like fifteen years sixteen years now. It's ten years right now. Right, um, it's been longer than that. Iron Man one came out in like two thousand one. No, no it's two thousand eight. Anyways, um, but like you've been building I'm up to this. Check myself. You've been building up to this, and then like, if they don't have a good ending, I'm probably gonna be upset with it regardless. But I think like they could possibly, <laughs> they could possibly redeem themselves as a storytelling. Like, as a story itself, um, if they kind of bring this to an end in a good way. Um, and and aren't afraid of killing characters and ending series. Um, yeah, and I think they need to be willing to have slow character movies. Which no one likes. Nobody does like. Uh, Iron Man 3 is kind of the closest yeah. character movie that they have. Um, and no one likes no. It. it. People like it more than Iron Man 2, though. Um, that's true. And uh, what I did like about about um, Iron Man 3, and then actually a little bit of, uh, of Spider-Man Homecoming, is that you kind of see the repercussions of the first Avengers movie, right? Like, I love yeah. the beginning of Spider-Man, where it's like, these guys are literally cleaning up New York City after this huge destructive battle. Like, right. normally you just, like, and even in Marvel movies, right? Okay, you just go on with your life. The Vulture, I hope he comes back, because he was awesome. Right, like, like you, you finally get, and then, like, Iron Man working through this traumatic experience that he went through. Like, right. you finally are mm-hmm. kind of developing these characters um, and actually well, and, putting, like... Yeah putting consequence to what is happening it's not like okay here's this really traumatic ending it ends and then the next movie starts again and everybody's fine like mm-hmm. that, like he's still a person but yeah yeah so i don't think i don't actually i don't know if caps in black panther but i want him to have like an identity crisis mm-hmm. if he's in black panther who is he now if he like a a war criminal right. Right, he's fleeing from America. How? Who is he? Um, and or yeah, Iron Man. You see the changes he goes through in Iron Man three, and then you see how they affect Ultron. Right. You see how they affect Cap three. Right. And him interacting with Peter mm-hmm. and Spider Man. Like you get more depth from Iron Man because of a slow character right. movie. Right. And, yeah. So I want to see like I want to see like a Hawkeye on the farm movie. No one else does. I want to see that. Right. And and like see what's what's cool about what what I think the Marvel 
universe has created now is you can do exactly what you're talking about in Black Panther. Or you could do. I mean, the movie's already made right now. But, like, you could have this movie about Black Panther, right? But you have this other character who's also in it who could also be doing some slow character building while you have awesome Black Panther stuff going on, right? Mm-hmm. Like, at this point, they could do that. Um, but, again... They, they, I mean, they probably won't, though, right. because... Black Panther is supposed to be like an outcry against white supremacy, so focusing a lot on like the whitest guy in the Marvel universe wouldn't be good. I don't know. Um, Tony might also be in contentious for the whitest guy. Contentious. That's true. Steve at least is a an underdog. Yeah. So did we? We kind of got off track, maybe a little bit. We did a little. Um, so yeah I think I think what I don't like about Thor Ragnarok is it's like dismissiveness mm-hmm. to itself yeah I, I think that's that's kind of like a dangerous precedent because if you if that you know if that's it's clearly successful so that you, not everyone can't be dismissive to its own universe, or then you just don't have a universe. Right, right. You just have a loose collection of characters who are funny. Right, which is not the strength of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I and I would say along with that, yeah, just the. Again, I, I think it actually, when I, I think about it again, like it was really good character development for Thor. And so it's kind of, and now that we were talking about Iron Man 3 and comparing it to Thor 3 now, it's like, actually, like, Thor has changed a lot in this movie um, mm-hmm. and probably will impact him going into Infinity War, which is kind of surprising. Um, did not really kind of expect that, or even like to the to people watching you probably don't really see that um because it's too funny you can't tell so i'm i'm kind of upset that it was too funny but i'm probably in like the one percentile who believes that it was too funny um but that's okay yeah i'm okay with that um so was it a good was it a good marvel movie i would say i think it depends on infinity war honestly okay if we like if we yeah. see a more like reader thor mm-hmm. like if we have a if we have a stronger thor in infinity war i think it could be a good marvel movie um, well not e- yeah which is which is actually really interesting um because that's kind of what the avengers need right now right they need kind of somebody who's going to bring them together because they're very divided at this point that's true um oh man that'd be good set. right and thor to be the one who leads the team right and he finally wasn't involved in civil war well and you find the the thing that the that's the cool build for thor across his three movies right so you see him in the first movie where he doesn't or the first one he expects the throne right he's like i'm gonna yeah i'm this is who i'm gonna be i'm gonna be the king blah 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 then he realizes he's not worthy anyways then the second one he realizes he or he doesn't want the throne right he he doesn't want it at all he's trying to get rid of it and i would say both of those things are like very selfish 
in in his motivations Mm -hmm. and then finally in in thor 3 thor ragnarok we see that he's finally willing to take the throne but not for himself so he can defend the people of asgard right and so right and so we it's kind of the culmination of of his his path here that we see amongst all the jokes um and so now he's finally well and he gets finally this leader Right, he, right. Uh, he loses his eye to gain wisdom in and so, classic Odin style. Right. And so now he's finally, he's finally the leader. He understands more about who he is as the god of thunder. Um, and yeah, to your point, I think it does kind of matter what happens in, in um, Infinity War. Um, but yeah, I think... I think my hesitation in saying it's not a good Marvel movie is just by like how um, how well it's done. Um, mm-hmm. And so for me, on my critiquing of Marvel of every Marvel movie, of course I'm not going to say it's good. But like, it's hard for me to say as a Marvel movie, it's not a good movie if it's like the highest selling movie and everybody loves it. Yeah. Yeah. We can just be cranky old man again. Classic. That's what we need to. We need to. We need to switch up our style. <laughs> I was gonna say we need to change the name of our podcast to like two old men complain the whole time or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's. I mean, they're Marvel movies. Know, so they're not good movies, in my opinion. The structure was a little out there. The me. structure of the movie. Yeah. And what do you mean? Like, the the whole Planet Hulk part mm-hmm. was unnecessary to the overall story, but it was fun. Which, that just sounds cringeworthy to me. That you're... Uh, I, I said that was... I said... I called that a mess. Right, right, right. But, like, but the fact that a, a movie is doing something that's unnecessary for the plot just because of the fact that it's fun just seems painful to me. Mm, well, plot doesn't matter. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. It kind of, yeah. If you haven't seen Thor... I, though, being the universe kind of makes it about plot. Right. It should be about plot. Yeah. If you haven't seen Thor... Anyway. And you like... Guardians of the Galaxy, or just Marvel movies in general, go see it. Even if you haven't, you should probably watch a couple. Actually, would do you even really need? You don't even need to watch other Marvel movies before this one, probably, just to enjoy it. No, yeah, I would, I would agree. Which is kind of surprising. Um, you might want to try to understand like the Hulk, Bruce Banner dynamic. I don't even think you really need to know that. I mean. Well, it would be a little surprising if the Hulk just turns into a dude. Well, yeah, okay. I guess I was going... <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to have no pre, pre-understanding pre of, of who the Hulk is, but... But anyways, as we were complaining about ending things, we should end this well, since we... Um... Yeah. Um, I'll die quick. <laughs> <laughs> and end... <laughs> Yeah, uh, let us know what you think. If you thought Thor was the best Marvel movie, tell us. Um, 
if you think it does make the Marvel Universe go better, tell us that too. I almost convinced myself it does. Right. I I will say, like after having after having this conversation, I've actually decided that it's a better movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe than I had going into this conversation. So as long as they keep Thor as he is now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was yeah. It it's just such an interesting movie. It it goes against everything Thor is. Yet it's like the most character developy Thor has ever been. Um, mm-hmm. And like it it moves the Thor plot line. Um, it it finally kind of puts him where he's been striving for, not even striving for, but kind of just heading in general. And yeah. and like we said, what depending on what happens in Infinity War, it could be absolutely fantastic for the for the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I I think it'd be good if he's the one who brings everyone together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you think we just complain about things too much, let us know that too. Well, we we might need to find something we actually enjoy and talk about it. Maybe, maybe. Or, or if you have something for us to complain about, you could send that. Let us know that too. Maybe we should find mm-hmm. something we enjoy and talk about that. I feel like that would be less compelling and, and cause less conversation. Oh, we could talk about why we enjoy things. I guess. I guess. Yeah, we could do that. Like, I mean, we ask why is is it good? We could answer yes to that question. Right. Like, that's still discussable. Although, it, it, yeah, it, we kind of almost got there today, and. Speaking of universe buildings, and as uh, today's date, the new Stormlight Archive book came out today, so maybe we could yeah. talk about why the we Cosmere is good. Stormlight Archive. Yeah. Although, I don't know when I'll get to reading that book. Probably much later than yeah. you are, if you haven't already finished it. I know. I just got it today. <laughs> that doesn't have stopped had, you I've in had the worked. past. <laughs> I had work to do today. Uh, work getting in the way of my hobbies. <laughs> All right. The audacity. All right. We're, we'll finally sign this off here. Yep. Until we see you next week. Or I guess we won't be seeing you, but you'll be hearing us. Thanks for joining us. All right. See ya.